And I'm Dr. Leviathan. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we have two creepypastas, Pale Luna and Strangest Security Tape I've Ever Seen. So for those of you just tuning in to this podcast about creepypasta, Google up creepypasta and find out what it means. All right. Really? (laughs) What? Are you... Are you officially done with me making fun of you? Well, I was thinking about it today, and <laughs> I was just like, yeah, you know, he's kind of right. If, if somebody's stumbled onto this creepypasta, it's just a short Google to creep to type in creepypasta and find out what creepypasta actually is. Wow. So, there you go. <laughs> wow, wow. You're kind of a dick, you know that? <laughs> so, Pale Luna... <laughs> Let's just go into that one. Um, It's about this video game, or this computer game, uh, text-based like Zork or Lurking Horror. um, And if those words don't mean anything (laughs) to you, it's a text adventure. Yeah. You know, like, Like, there's no graphics or anything. It's just like, (laughs) all right, you're in a forest. Where do you want to go? You don't go? see a forest. You're you just, just see words that. that say you're in a forest. Yeah, and then you're instruct. Then you have to type in "go west," "go north," "do this," or and like it, it might prompt you to have like an item or something. And, and then jump you say, off cliff. Yeah, uh. exactly. So that's the kind of computer game we're talking about here. It's a text-based from the '80s, um, before the internet. Essentially, uh, people used to swap uh, floppies. Which, if you're not concerned, if you're not sure what floppies are at this point. They're what preceded uh, CDs. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> and in a couple of years, when people don't know what CDs are. <laughs> it's the second generation predecessor to jump drives. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, the, the story takes place, uh, is talking about this event that happened back in like the 80s or early 90s. <clears throat> and about these groups in... San Francisco, anyway, uh, that would swap um, these floppy disks and play the, vi- the computer games that were on them and, like, share them around. And if they were good enough, you know, they'd get shared more and more. Kind of like a viral to video use, today. Yeah, to use common terms, they would go viral. Yeah, exactly. Um, the one, this one, though, Pale Luna, uh, is, very di- is a very difficult game, apparently. Um, and... In that it only like takes a certain amount of uh, like commands, and you need to figure on out which every ones they screen. Are. There's one command that works, and anything else Crashes. freezes your computer. Yeah, freezes the computer, and you have to reboot it and stuff. Um, or this guy, um, is it, it probably doesn't matter. Um, this guy, this because woman... as long as the computer has existed, there are those who own it who have too much time on their hands. So one guy was like. I'm a fucking beat pale Luna. He was a he was a he was a he was a, he was a completionist, <laughs> an achievement hunter, if you will. To, he today's had standards. too much time on <laughs> yeah, his hands. He did. <laughs> uh, so he decided he was going to fucking beat pale Luna, and um, for the most part, he did. Uh, he after like several hours or or after a, a long time of like trial and error and re- unplugging and replugging his computer, and um, he got to the ending, which um, gave him coordinates. 
to a location in the forest surrounding, like, San Francisco. Like, um... Lassen Volcanic Park. Yes. And if I said that wrong, I apologize. Yeah. Um, oh, we should also mention that, like, uh, the, the video game itself, um, you are given three objects. You're given a rope, gold, and a shovel. And... Whenever you try to use the, uh, whenever you try to use the gold when, uh, when in a certain area, like a spot that wasn't supposed to be, you can't use that. Use the shovel, can't use that. Use the rope, you've already used the rope. Huh? Um, so yeah, the, so the guy goes like has these latitude and longitude points after he beats the game. He's like, oh cool, some eccentric dude has programmed this game, and has hid some treasure off in the woods uh, uh, nearby. Treasure, treasure. <laughs> I'm gonna go find it. <laughs> So he goes and grabs a shovel and a compass and a map, goes out into the woods, and notices that the trail he's on is essentially the same, roughly the same like directions he was given in the game. So he's it's confirming his like this the belief that this That's is actually super happened. excited. He's yeah. all like, "Oh he's yeah, like, I'm gonna get a pile of gold." And then he stumbles upon this uh, upheaved dirt. Um, now and... the horror, the horror, the real horror would be he got gold pieces. Yeah, and then nowhere accepts gold pieces. <laughs> no, <laughs> just the ultimate nerd rage. Yeah, or they're all, or it's it's all the gold coins are uh, iron pirate, <laughs> fool's gold. <laughs> anyway, so uh, he finds the spot that the latitude longitude points uh, go to, starts digging, and to his well, he found gold. Kind of, uh, he found golden hair on a decomposing bo- uh, head. Of a child. Um, her name was Karen. She was 11 years old. She went missing a year prior, or a year and a half prior to the uh, to this to this guy going out there. Um, and of course, he did call the cops, and this is why he knows why we find out all about this information. Um, the cops go into this huge investigation, but because of the am- the uh, ambiguity and anonymousness of the swapping, well, no, yeah, nobody knows who the programmer was. It's handed hand-to-hand. Yeah, so no. nobody knew who the programmer was. Uh, and unfortunately, all the uh, their leads go to dead ends, and Ke- the rest of Karen's body is never found. Dun-dun-dun! So that's the... That's Hail Luna. Um, I was, like, I was, like, wondering where it was going to go, and then I was completely, like... It, it, it surprised me when we suddenly found a golden head. And then it clicked. It was, like... Golden hair. It made it. it, it well, yeah, it, into just, me. it was like, oh shit. <laughs> I just, it didn't have to click for me. It was just like, oh, she's blonde. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Um, and like, oh, you already used the rope. Ha 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 ha. Um, I was actually just reading along, and all of a sudden, like, this head turns up in the hole, and I'm just like, <sighs> yeah. Because I, I wasn't sure what was gonna. Like, I wasn't ready for the story to be ending yet. Like, yeah. I, it 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 was it really is... short, so I was like. Wait, what? I was like, what the hell's gonna happen? Where do you go from here? You kind of climb, and then I realized I was pretty much at the end of the story, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, that was, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it's it's short. It you read it, and you're like, makes you think a little bit, and then you can just move on. Yeah, it was yeah. a good creep pasta. It's in that short respect. and sweet in a horrifying, morbid way. <laughs> yeah, in a horrifying, a little it, girl it, got it, murdered kind of yeah. way. It does get the creep though at the very end. Like, well, it does give yeah. you the creepy part, so. Um, yeah, I mean, was the writing, like, did you find the writing was okay? It was fine. Yeah. I mean, I, there was nothing glaringly wrong with it. Um, no. It was really just, yeah, it was 
perfectly fine. Um, Do you think it was okay the way, like, being that short, or would you have wanted more out of it? No, 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 no. Because, I mean, honestly, I, I, once I realized that this was, you know, like, following a computer game from the days of the old, like... Floppies. Big old <laughs> floppies, the five and a half inch, not even not even the three and a half inch, yeah. but the five and a half inch floppies. The big ones. I was just like, oh my god, this is going to be something that I just am going to not care about. And I was wrong, only in that it was actually a fairly good story and it grabbed my attention and it didn't... Didn't stick around didn't too long. Didn't bog me down <clears throat> with a bunch of technical shit yeah. that I you know, don't care about and don't know. Um, cause you know, I, I was, are we taught back yeah. in those days? I didn't know computers. So yeah. Yeah. And now it's just, it's outdated in information. So it's pointless. Yeah, um, exactly. Although apparently people are asking for six digit, uh, numbers or six, uh, six digit, um, prices for a authentic copy of pale Luna. According to the story. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying. Um, whatever. Uh, <laughs> you know, I like the I like the idea of the the whole like they the this this murderer used a a video or a medium like a like a multimedia at the time to get their uh, to get their little like murder like to reveal their murder or like to re- reveal their actions. I thought it was a very good like device for the uh, for the story. It's definitely a neat hook. Yeah. Um. It's, as far as I can tell, in my experience, because God knows I have not experienced every creepy idea out there, but this is pretty damn unique. Yeah. Um, You know, I was actually, once I realized, oh, it's a video game, I was almost, like, wondering, is this going to be, like... Ben? What was that, um... (laughs) That... Jesus Christ. That Agent Cody Banks kids movie. It was actually a decent movie. Oh, video game. Stay alive. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like some sort of stay alive thing, and die then the game die in real life kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So I was really happy with this because it. I'm not gonna say it did the bait and switch, but I was like, oh, is it gonna be stay alive? Although yeah. I couldn't think of the name of the movie, but <laughs> yeah, is it gonna be the freaking Munez's movie? Yeah. <laughs> and then it wasn't, and it was, and it is, and. It was something, like I say, as far as I can tell, pretty unique. And that's, well, I'm always... We have dealt with a lot I'm of... I'm always yeah. happy when I find something that I haven't seen before. Yeah, and I mean, we have dealt with video game creepypastas in the past, and they've been supernatural. Well, yeah, and they've always been with a specific, like, with a, a specific pre-existing game, game whereas this one, this one yeah. makes its own thing, and bases it off of something but it's its own product its own creation yeah and yeah yeah, i just i liked everything they did about having the video game in there Mm -hmm. um i don't know if you can really call it a video game but (laughs) a text-based game yeah it's technically a computer game well yeah but calling it a video game when it has no video (laughs) yeah no i know um i I was probably using the wrong word is what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) um would you recommend this one um, Personally, I would. Yeah, I mean, not not even just because it's short. So if you if, if you, you absolutely like it, hate it, it it's, it's not at least it's not a waste of a huge part of your life. Um, but I, I recommend this one um, just because it chose to do something different. Yeah. Uh, 
well, I mean, like I say, something I've never seen before, so. Yeah. Um, and that that is such a rare commodity these days, something new, something different. Because mm-hmm. um, so many times they're just, you know, banal rehashes of something you've done before, seen before. Um, but this one, yeah, I totally got to give it the recommendation. Um, the fact that it's short is just an added bonus because it's like, hey, you can experience it and it doesn't take up much of your time. Um, and it has, I mean, again, like if you're a, like, I've re- I, re- I read a lot, I do tend to read a lot of creepy bosses that are video game oriented. Um, and I was, I don't know what I was expecting from this one, but I wasn't quite expecting what happened. And then I was like pleasantly, well, well, morbidly pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Like, wasn't like it was. It was. Yeah, I'm gonna like, leave uh, out the pleasantly on yeah, that. Actually, and yeah. just say I was morbidly surprised yeah. because, um, I mean, I mean, what happened in the story is horrific. I hate the death of children, yeah. even if it's fictional. Um, and I'm just going to assume that it is fictional because uh, that would be really dark if that. This well, is actually to take based to take something. something to take a real if someone took a real life tragedy and made this pasta. That's just a lack of taste, yeah. in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, I'm not going to, you know, fret about it, really. Um, but, yeah, it was, it worked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it didn't go into any detail about, you know. Yeah, like, you didn't go into gratuitous detail about that. Exactly. So, it's like, okay, yeah, you know what? It, it, it brought up, like, it used a, what, something that could have happened. It kept it very believable. I yeah. mean... Yeah, you know what? Six sons of bitches and whatnot. They, yeah, you know what? Sometimes they kill children. It happens. Um, it definitely gets you in the feels just because yeah. it is an 11-year-old girl. Um, personally, I think that, you know, it really would have worked without that. Or with an older, like, yeah. even like, I mean, even if... I mean, but if it doesn't yeah. matter. Exactly. Um, honestly, it's a work of fiction. It, you know... The murder victim is a you know eleven year old girl, but they were going for it, shock. They don't value beat for that. you. They don't beat yeah. you over the head with the fact. No, they just know? they curtly like just like tell you like the facts. It's just like it. yeah, mm-hmm. here's the little girl that was you know. It yeah, is what it, it is, and it leaves off the ambiguity. It's like was so the killer never was found. Oh shit, or worth <laughs> or maybe. Um, so yeah, um, glowing recommendation then I guess from both of us. Yeah, there there's. There's not. There's nothing really here that I would say would say don't read it. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> as I forgot to say it earlier, uh, you can check it out at creepasta.wiki. You can also check it out at a YouTube reading of it on uh, ordinary or some ordinary gamer. And I guess with that, we'll move on to the uh, to strangest security tape we've ever me- uh, we've ever seen. Um, following our theme of anachronistic mediums in horror. <laughs> Uh, this one is about uh, you can also check this one out on reddit's no sleep um, threads you can check it on creepypasta.wiki and Mr. Creepypasta has a YouTube reading of it so go check it out if you want Uh, the rundown for this one um, guy works at a gas station in Pennsylvania Uh, this new guy Jeremy started working he's kind of creepy has a weird laugh and after a couple after a little while the manager and him start noticing that uh, oil is being take is being uh, is vanishing off the shelves. 
um and not just like the odd one like that's how it starts but then like after a while like whole shelves of this stuff is gone and it builds up to whole shipments are yeah. gone the day after they come in yeah and jeremy is oh it's always after jeremy's shift so they decide to review uh so they're reviewing the tapes and the manager um has a soccer game with his kid so he gives the uh security tapes to this other to the narrator to have a look at and so he's looking through it and you know the regular kind of things happen in the on the shift like uh one this lady comes in gets some smokes in a newspaper uh this guy comes in for uh for beef jerky and stuff uh this guy in a cowboy hat comes in with and buy some stuff with a hundred dollar bill. Um, and then after about an hour of the tape, the same character or the same characters show up doing the exact same thing. And then again, they do the same thing and the guy's kind of freaking out. Not, and, and at first I was wondering why, um, because at this point, and even the narrator says, like, I know what you're thinking. That son of a bitch probably, um, has, has screwed up with the the tapes. Like he's just record over the tapes with the same footage, except that the character, the narrator notices that the sun was coming up the entire time or something was going down, um, on this guy's shift the entire time. So, and he was doing things differently than the rest of them. Um, like he was sweeping and mopping and all that stuff. So that was kind of creepy. And then like he goes to close down and locks up for the night. Um, and then, and like he goes home and then, uh, at about 1203, uh, suddenly, um, Jeremy's face is just in front of the screen. Like it's all the character see, it's all the character sees on the screen. Um, and it's not like he moved his head there. It just one minute it's there or one second it's there. The next second he's, his head's there. Um, and so, and it's not that he's looking at the camera, he's looking straight at the viewer of the camera. Um, and then, so he goes to check the other tapes, uh, to check to see about the, uh, the rest of the place. And just as the face disappears off this camera, so does an entire shelf of of uh, oil. Just completely, like, within seconds. It just vanishes. No, within a frame. One yeah, frame yeah sorry, there, within a frame. One frame, it's not. Yeah, exactly. So that's really <clears throat> creepy. Um, and the guy, yeah, and the guy's just kind of freaking out about that. Goes to, uh, work the next day because he has to, uh, accompany his boss, uh, when they confront well, he's Jeremy. he's got to show what his, he's got to, he got to tell keep, his boss yeah. what he saw. Yeah, because there's, because the boss is still assuming that Jeremy just snuck in and stole the, get all the oil, which technically he did, <laughs> kind of. Um, uh, so the guy goes to the, uh, guys goes to work the next day, um, the boss takes a look at the footage. It's the exact same footage that he encountered. He's freaking out. They're not sure what to do at this point. It's like they've got about an hour to compose themselves before Jeremy comes in for work. Um, and he's also on his phone the whole time. It's like He's updating the uh, the Reddit thread, I assume, because this was originally posted on Reddit, um, from his phone. And then um, that hour, like an hour or more passes, and he sends an update. Jeremy didn't come in. Um, we tried calling his phone. Uh, the phone was disconnected. We're calling the cops. An hour goes by, another update. Yeah, the exact like same thing. There's like yeah, there's yeah of the exact same thing, but they're all an hour apart. Yeah, they're yeah, there's yeah, exactly like you said. Um, <clears throat> so we kind of like oh god, they're stuck in the time loop or something. Um, and then the fl- oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> god damn it, <laughs> gotta go back in time. Ba-dum-ba. No, no. <laughs> uh, so nine o'clock or yeah, nine o'clock rolls around. Um, there's another update. Holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Um, I Actually, just got... it's almost 11. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the guy gets home. It's like, you guys are not going to believe what happened. Um, 
I think I just got stuck in a time loop for like five hours. I had the phone in my hand to call the cops and suddenly blacked out. Uh, when I got came to, the phone was not just dead, or it was dead, not even any like dial tone or anything like that. My boss was frozen next to me. The the customers that were in the building were all frozen in place. Um, I just got out of there, went out and took uh, started my car. Thankfully, it worked. But no other cars were on this busy highway were moving. They were all frozen in place. Um, and as he was getting home, that's when everything suddenly <clears throat> stopped being frozen in time. And the radio came on, and uh, the person on the like talking uh, between music uh, between songs um, was talking as if nothing had happened. So he, the guy's at his in his in his room typing this away, scared for his life because who knows what this what this Jeremy guy can do with this. Um, and so we, then we get another update, um, saying that, uh, uh, the next morning he finally got some sleep and he was woken up by his, uh, boss calling him at like 10 and apparently he'd been trying to get a hold of him since six because he, um, broke out of the, uh, the weird time loop thing an hour after he, uh, the, the narrator had left and the cops were there and they were trying to find Jeremy. They looked up Jeremy's address. It's... Uh, the house or the property it's that Jeremy's lot. address was there was an empty lot, or at least it was, or or it is now because there was a house there with four, uh, with a family of four, um, and there were rumors that there was, was a pawn at home. Yeah, in like 1993, it burned down, um, and there were rumors that there was an estranged son. The family didn't like to talk about, and the house when the insurance investigation showed up, um, there were uh, the house was uh, condemned as arson, or the the incident was was. Uh, ruled as arson thank you um and that they had used uh oil all over the house and then threw a Molotov cocktail into it so and that was in 1993 and i'm assuming this is a little bit a couple of years later so you're getting that kind of vibe it's like okay so he took it from the future and used it in the past or something like that it's some creepy time loop thing um and then the boss is saying that the um the fbi's there and they want to talk to him so he has to go down anyway and so he goes down and answers, asks, or let, just tells them everything, spills the complete beans about the entire thing, the situation. And the FBI, one of the FBI agents says, Christ, not another one. Um, like they've dealt with this before, uh, which creeps the narrator out. And so they make him sign a bunch of papers uh, saying that he can't repeat this. Oops, too late. <laughs> so he's not going to say any more. Um, and then he's like, anyway, I have to go. Uh, I have to go to work and grab some tapes off my boss. He's got a busy thing. I gotta go check these tapes because make sure that Jeremy hasn't been stealing the motor oil. Oh Jeremy's no. all weird. Yeah, and it's like he doesn't oh. talk much. <laughs> blah blah blah. The guy's stuck in the time loop, and he doesn't realize it as of that at the end, as of the end of the story. And that's how the story ends: is that yeah, he's caught in a time in time loop. So, um, I wasn't sure where this was gonna go until we st- until uh. The time loop thing happened. I thought it was going to be like, oh, Jeremy's just fucking up with, fucking around with the, the or, in my head, like when I was reading it, uh, I was like, they were like going through like, oh, the like the looping car- customers and stuff. I was like, okay, well, I wouldn't be freaking out at this point, like the character, like the narrator was. I just assumed that it was the, um, like the guy who was messing around with the tapes. And then he mentions that he was also noticing that the sun was going down the whole time. I was like, okay, that's a little weird. Um, but yeah, like the whole idea, like the idea, the concept of it, like the whole time looping thing, and like what happened to Jeremy and all that, I found really creepy and an, a neat little idea. But I don't know, it didn't really work for me just because it wasn't really 
well explained exactly how or what is happening. Yeah. Like, like we're not, well, the, the character, like, yeah, like the character is never, like never, well, um, you don't, like, like all this weird stuff is happening. Why did he come out an hour before his boss and just little things like what was with the image, like the face popping up on the one camera? It just yeah, like we're not sure. Like, what is this guy's power? Is it time fugue, or is it just like, like meddling with me- with media? Like, or well, like it's not meddling no, with no, media. not media. But I mean, like meddling with like re- the reality around that stuff. So yeah, it just it's not really cemented on what the hell is actually going on. Yeah, and I understand that that's part of it, but you gotta give me more. There were some to inconsistencies. Like, if this guy can do all this stuff, why does he need to steal? I mean. Grant, it's very interesting how he stole, like, a bunch of Moldoil from, like, the future to burn down his family's house, which is what we're, what we're implying, or what they imply in the story. Um, but why did he need to do that when he can when he has this crazy power? Why can't he do something else? Yeah. Like, it, why can't he just, like, click, like, snap his finger, suddenly the building doesn't exist, and neither does his family. Like, he seems to have that kind of power. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's just, you, you don't, like I say, I just, I don't know what the hell Jeremy is actually doing. Yeah. Um, you know, like, yeah, I'm led to believe that he's taking the oil from now, like to hide his tracks. Ultra, ultra suspiciously. Yeah. To admit arson in the past. Well, okay, fine. That's what he's doing. But, and when they tried to, why is he doing it? Yeah. And like, just, like is it just like like saving his at like like covering his bases? But like if that's if he, like they couldn't even get a hold of him when he was um, uh, back in the nineteen ninety three. Like they they tried to get a hold of the of the sun and they couldn't find any trace of him. It's like so why is he covering his tracks like so well? Like if he doesn't need to bother, it just doesn't yeah. I, and then like the government thing is interesting. Like it 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 gives you a, either a red herring or like just a hint that there's something else bigger in the story of the world of the story. Well, yeah, because you know you've got. Basically, you've got your men in black. Yeah. But there is one thing I'd like to point out. The FBI isn't going to wait for you to go to your place of employment to talk no, they're gonna to you. you. They're going to meet you. If they want to talk to you, they're, they're going to be knocking on your door. And if you don't answer, you know what? They're breaking through. Well, I mean, maybe not just for questioning, but trust me, they're they will pound it. on that door until you wake up. Yeah. Um, at least... I assume they would in, you know, something like this. Because, I mean, clearly, they know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Or at least they have more of an idea than the narrator does. Um, also, I'm just... Were they not I'm like... a little confused as to why the the ending we got. Like, don't get me wrong, I like the ending, but why is he looping again? Yeah. Like, it just makes me wonder, like, is there is anomaly, like something in town or is it jeremy just targeting the character why does it matter I, well you know it could why, be. why is he I, looping? I, I don't Doesn't understand make either any yeah. sense as to why he would be the only reason it is there is really just seems to be like to give the the, the story this like creepy closure closure yeah it's like oh shit he's still there he's still stuck there but but it yeah, really just it. brings up more questions and this is not a creepypasta that should be questioned yeah but it 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 really just begs too many questions yeah. that it can't substantiate. Like, yeah. it, it, like, it can't sustain the question. 
I like I like the ideas in the story. I like the I vibe because it, it comes off as like one of those. Um, Me too, but you need more. Information yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. Like it's very similar to like Chronicle or like one of those found footage films where the characters um, are recording themselves and they find a creepy. They one of them suddenly develops creepy powers and they start recording that. So I found that very like it's it just the vibe of it, not the actual like the direct things from it. Um, all right, but I didn't anyways, get that yeah. at all anyway. I just, I was, yeah, anyways. Um, but just, yeah, at the same time, like, there were too many questions also being asked, or that I kept wanting to ask about the story, because there were inconsistencies of, to like, what this power was. Yeah, what is the power? What is it actually doing? It just, yeah. Could explain why this one is actually posted in, uh, the, um, reality genre of Creepypasta Wiki. <laughs> Because it's one that breaks reality, <laughs> or the laws of physics. <laughs> but at the same time, like again, like there, there was no scene. There's like usually you want some kind of rhyme or reason. Exactly. With this, I mean, there has to be rules. Without rules, then anything could happen. And at which point, your your character, your monster, your nemesis is gone. That, well, <laughs> or is when it gone? anything could happen, what does happen is lessened. Yeah, because the characters... it could have been anything. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, he, you know, fucking took oil from the future and went to the past and burned down his family. Okay. And was covering it up But by... he could have gone into space, grabbed a giant fucking meteor, and slammed it down on the house. Yeah, like, he's legit has superpowers. <laughs> like, he's Superman-level like... powers at this point, like time-fugue or reality-bending abilities... Why couldn't he have done something to, like, in the past that would cover up his involvement in it? Because, like, again, like, he, he he burned down his house. Well, he did. They, they don't know who burned True, down yeah. the house. Because past Jeremy didn't do it. Or future. if he did, he, went he was helped by future Jeremy. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, like, almost like he's out of time and space at the same... But, like, at that point, if you have that kind of power, why would you just... Why would you bother burning down your... Yeah, exactly. Home. Why wouldn't you do something else? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if you got a grudge, which I assume, like, if they, he's do. an estranged son, maybe that's like there's some kind of like backstory. There's a backstory that we don't know about yet. Again, there, 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 there's, there's more given. questions being exactly, asked, yeah. and again, and sometimes you want that, but not in this kind of scenario. Some questions are good, especially. I mean, like we're talking about creepy pastas here. Like, you know, I, knowing everything can ruin that. Yeah. Um, but too much this ambiguity. goes to the <laughs> other extreme and gives you so little information that, like, I mean, you just don't know what is, you're not entirely sure what is going on, you're not entirely sure what the ramifications of it are, and there's just, you know, so many questions, so few answers, like, there's virtually no answers except for the fact that Oh, Jeremy killed his family. That that's really the only answer I got was yeah. like, oh yeah. But you know, <laughs> why why did he do it? Where is so many questions? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, <clears throat> neat ideas, but not very like there should have been some more continuity. Not even well, I mean, so far as I can tell, there's perfect continuity. There's just no real evidence to substantiate continuity or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's just a general lack of information. Um, and I understand that with the way this is being told, 
maybe all of that information just couldn't come out organically, but yeah. Yeah. Cool concept. I, mm. I do actually genuinely appreciate the concept, and uh, if you want to bring up a movie that it really more closely okay. resembles, I wouldn't say Chronicle, I'd say Donnie Darko. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, uh, I had that shit in my head when you were talking about the meteor for some reason. <laughs> Well, yeah, because it's kind of like an airplane en- or a jet engine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, honestly, I'd rather just watch Donnie Darko because that one seemed to have what the hell was going on yeah. wrapped up in a nice, t- neat package with limitations. and Yeah, like it know. still leaves you like wondering, but it doesn't leave <clears throat> you wondering to the extreme that this one kind of does. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's really it. I don't yeah. know if there's anything... Well, this one is done by, uh, I will say that this one was written by Powerhawk Mash. Um, so, I mean, cool idea, guy, but maybe just... Cool idea, flesh it out a little bit more. It's almost written like he doesn't have all of the answers. Like he was spontaneous, pro- or like, yeah, and like he was just, yeah. That that That's probably, now that I think about it, that seems like that's more of what's going on here, is that... Yeah. The guy who's writing it doesn't have all the answers to the questions that are being asked because he wasn't asking the questions. Yeah. Because as you're writing, you're like, okay, well, this, be this, cool this can happen because of this. Yeah. And then, oh, this would be cool. I, I think, oh, no, wait, that can't happen because you have yeah, rules. Like, you're, like you're even, set up rules even when you're head. coming up with, like, the craziest, like, I'm sure Lovecraft... Yeah. Had rules and limitations to what could go on in any given story because they have to be there. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise it can't be real. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you recommend this one? Or it like it's not terribly long, so it's not like it's not long as like some of the ones I we wouldn't have recommend had it but... just because. Um, like honestly, yeah, it's kind of a neat idea, but it's just it's executed so poorly that it, it the cool idea is lost in all of the mm-hmm. flaws. I don't know, I'd still recommend it just to get the like to to be inter- like to to see those ideas and stuff like in play, but not as a uh, not as a first pasta. This would be more like I would recommend this one as a, from to somebody who just happened to not know about it and and but reads pasta like reads pastas. So tentative yes to me. I would certainly recommend someone to go rewatch Donnie Darko. Or if you haven't seen Donnie Darko, go watch Donnie Darko. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's right. got, like, a similar mindfuck, but it's executed just with a precision that you just don't get very often. And, I mean, I'm not really... I can't really fault the writing, like, no. the writer on this one, because he's... His ideas are complex and convoluted yeah so the fact that it was executed poorly i mean like for this to have been executed perfectly just they would need like the odds of it weren't the odds were not in the author's favor yeah because we're also assuming that this guy wrote this rather spontaneously on that thread and then posted the updates just to kind of like get them out there so like i mean unless he wrote it ahead of time and had it edited like that's the only way this would have worked otherwise like to fix the problems i guess with that we'll move on to the uh to strangest security tape we've ever meet uh, we've ever seen um following our theme of anachronistic mediums in horror 
I was going for the whole... Yeah, no, I know what you were going for. <laughs> just wasn't very funny i'm sorry i thought it was gonna be funny uh but yeah that's um that's our two pastas for this episode um see now what you should have done is gone back to pale loon yeah yeah, i should (laughs) have see see also i figured out what pale what what pale luna was it was that like the crescent uh, it was actually the moon in the night sky as the guy was leaving his house to go bury the body bury the head that's what pale luna actually represents Anyway, uh, just something like uh, we were talking. I was like, oh, "Hooray! <laughs> Yay!" Uh, just something that popped in my head as we were talking about this one. I was like, "Oh right, I forgot. I should have mentioned that." Anyway, um, just something that bounced in my head. Yeah. So, Powerhawk Mash, if you're listening, um, yeah, actually, I'd be interested to hear back from him. Uh, see if uh, this was actually a spontaneous thing, or if this was like written up before he posted on the thread. Um, I'm sure we probably we, we probably won't get the answer to that, but. Um, if you are there listening, give us a shout, uh, send us an email or something. Uh, and like anybody, you can uh, send us messages on Twitter, uh, at review cultist or at Dr. Leviathan. We're on iTunes and YouTube, so you can leave comments there or review on iTunes. That'd be awesome of you. We also have a email al dente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's a L D E N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com where you can also send us suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like to send us on the show. These ones were actually uh, suggested to us by Charcoal Man again, so thanks for that. Um, Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and until next time, I've been your host, Review Cultist. And I've still been Dr. Leviathan. And this has been El Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. Or don't. Uh.